Hi there, I'm Robert Fleming, and I'm one of the partners at the Tucson, Arizona Elder Law Firm of Fleming & Curdy PLC. You're listening to Elder Law Issues, our more or less weekly podcast. I'm sitting here with my partner in both the practice of law and in podcasting, Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman. Hello, Elizabeth, and Happy New Year. Hello, Robert. Happy New Year. We uh, sort of never thought we were going to get to the end of last year and the beginning of this next one. Well, it's been a wonderful year for practice. When we look at the ways we've been able to help other people, I will say it has been a difficult year for many of us, our families, and the people who we work with. So there's some, I would say, mixed blessings as I review 2020. So uh, let's look forward. What's going to be different in 2021? We will, of course, have no restrictions on meetings in our office or seeing clients in person (laughs) or uh, mixing with our staff members? Oh, gosh, Robert. You know what? I think a lot has changed. Some things have changed uh, for good reasons and I think will be helpful as we look ahead. We are becoming more flexible about how we schedule meetings, when we schedule meetings, and um, I think that's a positive. So more people will have the opportunity to speak with us, whether that's over the phone or Zoom or in person. Um, I think in 2021, we're also going to be seeing a renewed commitment to working on communication. So with our staff and with our clients, making sure that people know how to get a hold of us, that our emails are accessible, that people are returning calls on time, because I think if anything that I learned from 2020, it is to be available um, and to make ourselves available to questions and to concerns as they come up. That's one of the things that happens with estate planning is nothing's ever quite figured out, and we want to keep those conversations going. You know, it's it's a truism. It's almost a cliche that uh, so much has changed about the way we communicate um, but we have always been at Fleming and Curdy very techno savvy. We've been able to do uh, online conferences and the like since since the early days of, of the internets. Uh, and what this has done, with all of the tragedy that's attended the, the coronavirus pandemic, is it's taught everybody to do that. And so it's become much easier for us to com- to connect with clients. One of the things I've noticed, Elizabeth, and maybe you've had the same experience, is that. I can have many more easy follow-up contacts with clients. It used to be that if they wanted to talk a little bit about the drafts that we had sent them, well, they needed to make an appointment and we need to set aside an hour and schedule it around other appointments. And now we can just arrange to get on the phone and spend 10 or 15 minutes. And a lot of my follow-up appointments are 10 and 15 minute appointments. I think, Robert, that's a great insight. I think one thing I'm noticing is that we have improved communications in the office between staff members. Because we've had many of our staff working remotely on and off through the pandemic, and we'll continue to be doing that as as long as that's what we need to do for people's safety, it's really motivated people to improve their communication with each other within our office, meaning that we may have had a long meeting scheduled for a staff team meeting that took 20 minutes, and now people know with a simple inter-office message or text or Zoom meeting, we can get that meeting done faster, and I'm seeing more people just freely communicate without having some structured calendar about how we talk about the cases we're all working on. This has also made us get a lot better at written communications about making notes and and following up within the office, as you say. And I think we really owe you a debt for that, Elizabeth. (laughs) You've you've made that point pretty strongly for a long time. And 
the change in the way we do business has really heightened its importance and, and made us better lawyers, I think. Wow, Robert, that's a great compliment. I appreciate it. I think anybody who knows me knows that I like to talk. <laughs> uh, what people who are listening to us today may not know is, is that I'm a pro- pretty prolific note taker. Um, and so when we get a call from a client or when a staff member comes in with a concern, we're talking about a case, I'm normally trying to scribble something down or, or get to typing so that I can remember it in 10 or 15 years from now. Robert, it's pretty amazing to me the institutional knowledge that we have here at Fleming and Curdy. You and Tom started working on that years ago, and now I can still look back actually at notes from 2008 and from 1998. Um, on some of these cases that we continue to work on. So I do think it's important. I, th- I think it's important for us to also realize that there's a growing expectation about what is time sensitive and what people expect as far as responses by email and phone. Um, I'm somebody who likes to try and get back to people within 24 or 48 hours by phone and tries to do it within the same day with email. Is that a realistic expectation as we look ahead to 2021? I think so. But I would ask for folks listening today that if there's ever something that is urgent, please just call our receptionist. We have a wonderful receptionist. She can get a hold of any of us if something is urgent. Every once in a while, I look at my inbox and I see lots of emails with exclamation points. Gee, if it's really urgent, please call us. We do have our 24-hour on-call phone for those fiduciary matters where Fleming and Curdy is acting as guardian um, or trustee in cases where there's an emergency. So we are always available, but um, if something's really urgent, just reach out and call us. So as we record this at the very beginning of the new year, we've just gotten through almost all the way through the holiday season. And, uh, and, and we've had quite a spike <laughs> in Arizona and the whole country in coronavirus um, outbreaks and uh, and everything is much more in flux than it has been. Yes, there's a there's a vaccine on the horizon, but it's not going to get us to herd immunity for the foreseeable future. Well, maybe it's foreseeable, but not the immediate future. Uh, so, what are we doing in the office to try to 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 do our part to slow the growth of coronavirus and to protect our staff and our clients. Well, Robert, I first of all like to say you heard that heavy sigh because I am very eager for the holidays to be done. I'm not a holiday person. And one of the things that we did here at Fleming and Curdy for the holidays this past year was that we actually gave everybody four-day weekends. Um, We were looking at the rates of spread. We're looking at the fact that our staff, our team needs time to be with their families. And we also wanted to do our best to make sure that we had a very, very low headcount in the office. So I think the first step is we look ahead to reducing certainly the spread of the virus within Fleming and Curdy's doors is to continue making everybody comfortable working remotely. So we did have longer office holiday periods where staff were not in office this year. I think that was a good idea. As we look ahead to January and February and March, things change so quickly, I couldn't tell you what our schedules will look like then. What I do expect is is that we will continue to require everybody who is in our office to wear masks all the time. Um, we've gotten used to wearing a mask now. It is not comfortable. It's, it's not my favorite thing to do, but it is a necessary thing for us to all do for each other. I expect that we're gonna continue to do that for quite some time. We're also working on making sure that there is not a crowded lobby area. 
We see many clients continue to ask for in-office appointments. Um, we appreciate that and we are able to meet with you in person, but we're trying to be really mindful about spacing those appointments out, um, not only to help with our tracking and tracing, because I think it's important for all of us to know who we're meeting with, but also making sure people are comfortable when they're coming into the lobby. The last note that I'd make, Robert, you know that uh, I do like a schedule. I've scheduled all of my COVID tests for January. Um, Pima County Health has done a very nice job making free testing available, and I'm getting tested every week. I think this is something that's important for, for me to do for my own peace of mind, for our team, and for the clients who we work with. Um, I think that we'll see an increased number of people who are just getting routinely tested among our clients and families and staff. I think that's a positive thing, too, that we can do for each other. You sort of briefly described trying to keep the office staff population low, but I think it's it's important for our clients and our and our community to know that what we're doing, and we're not unique, others have done this too, but what we're doing is identifying half of the staff as on the A team and half of the staff on the B team, although we've decided to call them the red and green team because we invented this over the holidays. <laughs> that may seem archaic very quickly. Uh, and and uh, the red team and the green team will trade days so that, in theory at least, there will be very little interaction between one half of the staff and the other half. And that means if we do have coronavirus uh, uh, positive test results in one or the other side of the of the organization, we can still function and we can still deal with clients um, and only have half of the staff that is the sequestered. for the. It also family. means, Robert, that I'm going to miss you the next two weeks. Yeah, we're sitting here during this podcast about eight feet apart. Uh, this is the, the last time we're going to be this close together probably for a while because we're on opposite teams. I can't remember if I'm red or green. I think I must be red. I don't know, Robert, but whatever we're doing the next couple of weeks, we're trying to be extra flexible. I, I will say that our staff has done a beautiful job being flexible about the timing that they're working. We have people who continue to work before 8 a.m. and after 5 p.m. So we are available. I think that it's hard to make decisions that feel right for everybody. What I would encourage our listeners to do is if you're reaching out to a Fleming and Curdy staff member, if there's something going on in your life, please know that we're here to help and understand that if there's any delay in getting back to you, um, hopefully we will do it within the same day. I think that many people were asking, is our office open? Yes, we're going to continue to stay open. I mean, I think that's one of the commitments that we made in 2020. It's a commitment that I'm prepared to make in 2021. I know you are too. So what that means is, is that we may not be having an open door to the public um, every single day, but it means that most of the time the door will be open. And if you're coming by, let us know. We'll make sure that we have somebody in the lobby to greet you. If you want to come by and the door is closed, chances are we've got somebody in the office. So just give us a call and we'll pick up and open up. One of the small pieces of good news at the end of 2020 was understanding, a developing understanding that most of the viral transmission is not from touching surfaces and then touching your face. Or, or scratching your eyes or something. Not that that doesn't happen, not that we don't have to be attuned to it, but we have had really gone to extreme lengths to try to protect anybody from touching a piece of paper that had been touched in the last 72 hours, for instance. And, and we've been able to kind of back off on that and focus more on the, the masks and preventing uh, uh, you know, over-the-air transmission. Uh, and, and we're taking it very seriously. We want to be very clear about that, but we're adjusting our practices 
to try to, uh, to really minimize the effect. And Robert, if somebody wants us to quarantine their documents, we certainly can. We have uh, quite a few clients who are still asking for that. We're comfortable doing that. We've got systems so that we can stay organized with that kind of a request. The other thing that we see people continuing to request, which we understand and we believe um, is a good thing, are home appointments, home signings, where we will show up at your front door, we will have our witnesses and notary there available for you to sign your documents, and we can do it on your front porch, your back porch. If you want to come to the office, we will make um, space available here, either inside or outside. But we're trying to continue to be flexible about those signings, um, just to make sure that everybody is as safe as possible. And I do think that that's important to keep in mind. We we love having people in and, and want to chat. We also are trying to be very mindful about making sure those appointments are efficient and safe. So when do the uh, red and green jerseys arrive? And uh, when do we schedule our pickup basketball game between the red team and the green team? I don't know, but I'm pretty ready to arm wrestle you because I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think the green team's going to do great. Um, it is important for everybody to know that even though the red and green teams won't be all in office on the same day, that everybody will continue to work from 8 to 5. So, Robert, I expect that if you were home having a cup of coffee when I call at 11 a.m., that you're going to pick up. You want to see if my billing uh, frequency goes up a little bit when I'm at home. (laughs) No, I think that your bread baking skills will, though. I have made a lot of bread this year. I'm making bread so fast that I'm having to throw it away. Uh, We can't eat it fast enough. So uh, I'm going to keep it up, however, because it's been a lot lot of fun. And that's probably what I'll take home from 2021 is I will be a better baker for the experience of 2020. I don't know. I think about 2020 and I think about 2021 and I want to continue to work on showing my gratitude to other people and being really mindful about the ways in which um, we support each other. I think if there's anything that I need to do a better job of, it's really slowing down to be a better listener. And so I'm uh, going to keep working on that. You know, uh, we moved, as you know, Elizabeth, you know very well, we moved into our new office space in February, the end of February of 2020 and promptly went into lockdown. So we have this fantastic space that we've been inhabiting for the last year, and very few of our clients have been able to see it. So I'm really looking forward to, in tw- sometime in 2021, throwing open the doors and letting people come in and, and look around, because this has really been a, a terrific move. I think if there was ever a good goal for 2021, it is the epic, the epic open house that we will have. <laughs> I will look forward to that, and we'll keep you posted. Uh, Again, I'm Robert Fleming. I've been talking with Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman, uh, and uh, we are two of the partners of Fleming & Curdy PLC, a Tucson, Arizona elder law firm. You're listening to Elder Law Issues, and we do this on a regular basis. Please um, subscribe. Please come back and check us out again. In the meantime, thanks for joining us today. Oh, and Happy New Year.